So, after the Fa'afoy fiasco, the question is, who were the winners and who were the losers? To my mind, the biggest loser, uh, the celebrity who leaked his own desperate texts. The big winner, Mr. Simon Bridges. So, look, there's been a lot of chatter over the weekend that Chris Fa'afoy should resign because he broke the cabinet manual and intervened in an immigration case for a celebrity friend. Uh, The only problem with that is that he didn't. And this is self-evident in a number of ways. Firstly, of course, the celebrity's stepdad is still fighting immigration for a visa. If there was an intervention, well, it failed. Uh, There's no proof of an actual intervention. All there are are some texts between the celebrity and Chris. Secondly, the fact that the leaker of the text was the celebrity himself is interesting. Now, he didn't do this uh, for the good of New Zealand democracy as a whole. He actually did this out of a little bit of spite and anger that his pleas for some help in his family's immigration case had gone unheeded and hadn't been moved on. Chris Farfoy was guilty of something we all do, not saying no, but saying maybe. We should all work together on a project in the future. Oh, yeah, maybe. You know that actually means no. Farfoy said he'd see what he could do when he knew that there was nothing that he could do. I mean, it's a bit weak, isn't it? It's a bit soft. It is a mistake, Uh, but it's certainly not one that needs him to be fired. The celebrity, meanwhile, comes out looking like a spoilt brat who dobbed in a mate because the mate wouldn't do what he asked, which makes him the biggest loser because before this fiasco, he was perceived as an all-round nice guy. So, Simon Bridges, for me, wins the day. And he wins because of how well he jumped on the issue. He hasn't joined the resign or fire mob, because he knows full well that almost every MP has been guilty of the well, I'll see what I can do text. What he did do, though, was come up with some quick and easy slogans that were effective. Firstly, he started chanting that Jacinda is a weak leader. This just shows that Jacinda is a weak leader. That's all he says. He never says how she's weak, where she's weak, when she's weak. He just says she's weak. It's just a flat-out statement. He also said... Uh, This government falls under celebrity influence, even though, of course, the case showed that the celebrity had no influence at all. But never mind that. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good political slogan. Weak leader, influence by celebrity. And then you repeat that over and over again until it becomes a reality in voters' minds. Simon Bridges and his team, I have to say, are getting very good at this. He's got a crack social media team. We saw that with the Question Time mini videos that Trevor Mallard cracked down on. They come up with good hashtag slogans that stick. One of the first was part-time PM, weak leader, influenced by celebrity. Part-time PM, influenced by celebrity, weak leader. Part-time PM. He infuriates uh, interviewers by repeating the same phrases over and over and over again. But, you know, he's doing it for the audience. He's doing it so he's making sure that the voters get it stuck in their head. And this is what I'm liking more and more about Simon Bridges. He is a street brawler, and he is getting better at it. He's no gentleman politician like Bill English. He likes it in the gutter. He's good in the gutter. And when if you add this to Winston Peters and New Zealand First fighting for their survival with the same sort of tactics that, as Audrey Young noted in the weekend, this election is going to be brutal, and that's just the way Simon Bridges likes it.